Hey, can you hear me? I can't hear you. Suzette? Hello? Can you hear me now? I can't hear you. Hello? Can you hear me like this? Hello? Hello. <laughs> no volume still. Let me go and I'll come back in. Hello, hello, hello. All right, can everybody hear me? Michelle, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me I now? I can hear you. Outstanding. Oh, yay! We're back. yay. That, was, that was so weird. I know, it's crazy. Maybe the spirits it's... don't want us talking. I know. Is it like a full moon or something? I swear. I, it's, it's so unreal. It's like I we were talking we're before this. Mm -hmm. I know. Constant. Maybe we, <laughs> I tell you, maybe we have something going back and forth. I don't know. I don't just know. Too, but anyway. Two powerful women. It's just like <laughs> too much. The internet can't I handle know. Oh, oh, AZ Pride, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can hear you both. Thank God. But needless to say, both of our ear headphones have probably 30% going on. So we're going to well, just wing mine it. Off. So mine are off. Oh, so mine so. is still on. So we'll see. We'll see what happens.
So why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about you? Well, I'm Michelle Gray. I'm a paranormal consultant. Uh, I'm also a medium and I do all kinds of weird stuff that I just don't even name. I just do whatever I want to do and whatever comes through. It's not like I can't do whatever comes through. I have to yeah. do it or they're going to haunt me forever. It'll be like yeah. this heavy weight on me. So, yeah, but it's been weird. I've had like really great things lately come through, but I've been mm -hmm. noticing that I've been thrown a lot of like doubters lately. Yeah. I usually yeah. get a pretty good response and I don't know if it's more than normal or if I just have like bigger ones now so I'm talking to more people if I'm just going around and don't care where I used to be a little more timid about it now I'm like so can I have more queso and do you have a grandfather that passed away you know so yeah. now it's kind of just like every day where I used to be so scared to talk about it but yeah just uh just got back today actually from uh doing some consulting work with the um, a couple of businesses that had some dealings that needed yeah, a yeah. Bit of advice. So that is awesome. That's awesome. Hi, Roger and Pete's in the room. Kimmy. Hi, Kimmy. AZ Pie. Welcome, 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 welcome. Yeah, I feel like there's been like a lot of like negative activity around lately. I, you know, Definitely. it's always been there, but I just feel like it's like more than usual. Yeah. Like I, I go to a grocery store and, and, and like, I don't know. I just, I feel oh, yeah. like I'm like attacked. <laughs> it's so yeah. weird. I, I was going to say the same thing. It's almost like I'm getting bit all the time or pinched. Yeah. It's like, I'm just exactly constant. My neighbor yeah. laughs all the time because I Instacart like all the time. And I go, I just can't today. I can't people yeah. today. I have to just have it in I have to save it because it'll be so negative and I'm picking up their their negative I just can't do it and so. it's hard because I mean they say that you know you definitely should create this bubble or this 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 block before between yeah. you and this person but it's so hard to do because as much as I try I feel like it yeah. still comes at me definitely so, I'm never yeah mm-hmm but how yeah. did you learn how to do it? What did you, what do you do to, to put that around you? I just, I just basically always go in the bubble now <laughs> everywhere I go. I just, I just pretend I have like this huge, like white, like, like white, bright, like bubble around me and that nobody can't penetrate through the bubble. And I just go throughout the whole day like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I saw yeah. a lady in Charlotte man back in Tyler oh, wow, it's been years and years ago. And she had said to uh, put a golden bubble around myself. But, mm -hmm. you know, I try to do that. I start feeling this really disconnected feeling. And I know that's the point. But uh, I would almost rather just rationalize it than mm -hmm. to have that disconnect. Because it doesn't just yeah. disconnect from that person. I'm disconnected from everything. And since yeah, all yeah. the everything has the vibrations and I have to feel the vibrations to to even function, then yeah. it kind of knocks those out too. So I just it's just I'll deal with it. You know, there's crappy people everywhere, so I'll just deal with it. And that's the problem. When you overprotect yourself, you're not you're not open to receive anything. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. So did you um how how young were you when you realized that you had disability and gifts? 
you know, I thought I was crazy. I mean, I am crazy, but I thought I was like certifiable back then, not just like normal, cool, crazy. I thought it was like certifiable crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. Noticed young, which my mother, of course, noticed before me, but she kind of didn't talk about it until I got way older. Um, But I remember, you know, playing with things and, you know, having imaginary friends and drawing things with auras and, you know, all the normal kid stuff. And then it just didn't stop in a way it just transformed because at six I was diagnosed with epilepsy so Mm -hmm. then everything that was happening to me they just threw into the epileptic oh it's just a side effect of a seizure or you know oh she hit her head or it always had some kind of something like that so everyone always threw whatever it was in a bowl either I didn't talk about it or oh it's just this or it's just that or you know it must be brain trauma or then in my 20s, I thought I was hearing the voices, mm-hmm. um, which my great great grandmother used to come to me when I was sick and or storms. I dislike thunderstorms. I, there's just just too much energy. It's just too much. And I never knew why I was scared because my mother loves them. And I was always like, how are you not horrified of these things? Like when I heard in you know teenagers I heard about Thor and and how he would stomp around and he was angry and that was his fist and stuff I got that because I Mm -hmm. could always feel a human kind of anger in a storm and then as things progress and and then in my 20s I thought I was schizophrenic and I would just be Mm -hmm. praying don't let me crack you know let me just get these kids raised and and uh so I started noticing that I noticed my youngest daughter had some abilities and my son, my eldest son had some abilities. And so then in my thirties, I had a girlfriend that said, you know, this is not normal. You have abilities. They're special. You have to come be in this paranormal group with me. So that was kind of the kickoff. If I hadn't had that, you know, that push to go and, and see that there was a world out there that fit. Yeah. Me. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is the first time in my life I ever feel like I fit, like yeah. ever. Yeah, I and I agree I with you. Yeah, I definitely agree with you because when I was growing up, you know, I also had a met- an imaginary friend and uh, at least uh, many. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, a lot of kids had imaginary friends growing up in general. Um, and if you you know, would it tell your, your parents at the time, they would think that you're, you know, you just have an imaginary friend or you're just like, just what kids do. Right. You know, mm-hmm. overactive imagination. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, how can you have an overactive imagination? Yeah. I think all imagination is perfect and needs to be flourished and, and grow. Mm-hmm. No one has an overactive you may have an yeah. overactive fear or overactive, you know, thought, but not mm-hmm. creativity. You can't be overactively creative. That's just a type A crap. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. How long were you in the um, paranormal group? You know what? It was um, it was a unique group. It uh, it was more for uh, thrills. Um, And uh, our leader kind of had some uh, inner turmoil about, was he going to burn in hell doing this? Mm -hmm. And 
So, you know, it would be put together, it'd be disbanded, it'd be put together, be disbanded. You know, I'm grateful for the the chance to be able to meet some of the core people that are in my life through that group. But mm-hmm. um, I, I can't say I really learned a lot, but it was great for networking. And, you know, so, so it was a good jump off. And, uh, you know, I'm just thrilled with what I've got going on. You know, now I've met so many wonderful people and, and I never thought I would be researching, you know, all of these things. I'm so excited to start the podcast. I'm not quite how I'm going to do it in January, but, you know, just start my paranormal rabbit hole because Mm -hmm. on other podcasts I've been on, it's just, you know, we have to continue going back to it one topic and I just can't, I can't just go yeah. one topic. Like yeah. if we're going to, yeah. let's, you know, we could be talking about ghosts and then we start talking about flat earth and then we start talking about, you know, all of these other things. I'm like, why not? Then why can't you talk about flat earth and Bigfoot and aliens and ghosts and everything mm-hmm. tied together? We're just now starting to take all of these pieces and just kind of, you know, de it, you know, and, and put it back in and figure it all out. So I just want to hear everything. I want to learn about everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause it's just not, po- it's just not paranormal. I mean, there's other interesting yeah. subjects out there, you know, definitely. Right. If, if you listen far enough, I mean, I started out with being fascinated with Egypt and the Mayans. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing when I would go to Mexico to see Chichen Itza and Tulum and all of that. I started noticing the correlations between the hieroglyphics and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, how can you have this bird here and this bird there? And then, you know, it starts going together. And then as the more I watch and the more people that reach out to me and I talk to, and I'm just like, oh my God, how wonderful is this? Like none of us should be at odds with anybody because everybody is intertwined. So there should literally be no war if people would just put, pride and greed out there would be no problems like that yeah definitely I was I was really into the um Egypt growing up too um Mm -hmm. I matter of fact I have I still have a couple of really there was this really unique and it's still there um in Harvard Square in Cambridge um and -hmm. this gentleman that owned it for the longest time it's actually located in the garage and um, he has all these artifacts and, you know, statues and things like that. And I have a couple of them, a matter of fact. And I have like the papyrus with the hieroglyphics on it. Um, oh, wow. I have some of those hanging up as well. Because mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love Egypt, you know. I do. Oh. And if you think and about of course, it, Egypt was our only way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. No, and of course, I, of course, I'm fascinated about the mummification. Of course, you know. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not so much. I mean, of course, I like the herbal parts of it. Like you can mix this and that. But the whole, yeah. the whole process, I'll leave that to you and your expertise. I mean, it's just I'll so fascinating. It's just so fascinating how, you know, they, they, they believed that there was um, life after death and you would have to take like your food with you and you would have to take, you know, your belongings and your, your, your precious items with you onto the the higher world. It's fascinating. And they understood the importance of familiars too, Mm -hmm. which I think is so, but you know, actually, you know, when we were growing up, Egypt was the only safe thing we could do without being told it was witchcraft. 
-hmm. I mean, it was really the only thing that we could study back then that was supernatural that was socially accepted. You know, Mm -hmm. I was raised in a pretty Christian background and I wasn't even allowed to watch the Smurfs because they didn't want me to do black magic, you know? So it kind of backfired that way. (laughs) And I wasn't allowed to have tattoos either, but, uh, I kind of, uh, uh, kind of my mother thinks too. my mother to this day, my mother says, you know, that they're the, the mark, not the mark of Satan, but they're, if, if God wanted you to have tattoos, he would have planted them on you. If God wanted right. you to have pierced earrings, he would have gave them to you. So, oh, wow. Even the earrings. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Even the, even the earrings. Yeah. I got to have the earrings. I mean, I'm still traumatized, which is why I have no more piercings, but yeah, but it's yeah. it's crazy. But that's so well, cool that you to got say, to that. Yeah, yeah. But needless to say, mm-hmm. I have like several tattoos. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, I definitely do. Definitely do. Yeah. So, what have you been up to? Um, what not too doing? much. Well, I've been just basically um, preparing for the holidays. Um, I've been, it's been really crazy, crazy at work. Um, and I've been just doing some local investigations around where I am. Like I've been going to Sleepy Hollow Cemetery, um, which has a lot of famous authors that are buried there. Um, and then, um, you know, just, you know, just taking my equipment and just, you know, just, just having, spending a lot of time with nature. Cause I feel that I do yeah. really need to connect more to nature. Cause I really don't, sometimes I block the things around me and I really don't listen and I need to start doing that more. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I've had to have some grounding issues lately. Definitely. Mm-hmm. When I got back from Austin, I did a um, investigation with a uh, night owl. And um, there was a lot coming through. There was so much coming through. And I still don't feel like I've leveled back out since that investigation. Mm-hmm. You know, there was like, uh, and there, it was just that there was so much between, I think there was a spirit echo. There was a little boy that we actually released. Mm-hmm. You know, there was all of these things. And it's just like all of it just coming through all at once. So it's just, I just don't feel like I've leveled back out. And I, the cold is not good for me. Whenever the days get shorter, even though I love the night, I I prefer it to be dark where I can actually see instead of the sunlight. Um, It's still, I, when I wake up in the morning, I go outside. I don't come back in until, you know, unless I'm getting something to eat or, or something. I don't come back in until, you know, dusk or, or the the moon. And when the the days are shorter and colder, I just, I can't do it. I just can't. Yeah, so the depression gets hard in the summer, in the winter. Yeah. Like, how cold does it get over there? I don't want to tell you because I know you're up north and you're going to be like, <laughs> whatever. Like, I already know 60? how this is going to go. 60? It's the same thing as when I talked to Jen Sullivan and she's like, I'm in Ireland, you know, this is, it's way colder here. But yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think it's like 69 today. <laughs> Oh, man. So, you, you know, but I grew Texas up all my warm, life. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have a majority of my cousins are in Texas. And my two, my two aunts are in Texas, too. Well, you Laporte. Know yeah. Yeah, definitely. What part I haven't been in? there. Laporte. Um, oh, okay. Down south. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, 
I don't know if they moved, um, but the last time I spoke with them, they were in Laporte and uh, yeah. So I do need to come down there, but you know, it's so funny because I grew up in Boston, born and raised, and I keep on saying, why do I stay here if I hate the cold so much? Like, I swear, like every time, if it gets like below like 67, it's like, I have my robe on, I have yeah. my blanket on. It's so, you know, I do oh, not yeah. like the cold. I don't like the cold. I really don't. No, the cold is horrible. But the heat yeah. is bad too. I mean, we got yeah. high. We were like 110 without heat Ugh, this year. Holy so moly. it's kind of like hard to breathe. But it's funny yeah. because I'm putting a sweater in the 60s, but yet I keep my house at like 63 in the summer. So it's like, why can't I, you know, keep 65 all year round and be happy? But it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I need to be between 67 and 70. <laughs> Those are my little short yeah. little like range. Yeah. It's for it to be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. So yeah. have you heard of anything, any new stuff lately? I came across something pretty interesting the other day. News, new and You're like frozen. Oh, there you are. Okay. You froze up. Oh. Like new topics or something. Did you come up? Did you see anything new lately? Not lately. No, no. I think you're freezing. Well, I, oddly enough, I, I couldn't sleep the other night. So then I just put a brand new deck on the front of my house and I hear my ring bells don't go off, but I hear uh -huh. a man like walking, like heavy footed. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So then I feel him in the house and I said, listen, I don't know if you know the house rules yet, but you're not allowed inside this home. You know, uh -huh. this is my sanctuary. You need to go outside. I'll come outside when I'm done and I'll talk to you. So I, I finished up what I was doing. I went outside and I sat and I said, okay, I'm here. What would you like to talk about? And uh, he never came through. So I went back in. I went, had a hard time going to sleep. And then I went to sleep that night. When I woke up in the morning, I had King James and Demon in my head. And I was like, well, that's, that's weird. So I got to going down a rabbit hole. King James, before he did his translation of the Bible, wrote a book on demonology. Have you ever heard this? That is so weird. You know what the funny thing is? Like when you said a, a man, I the first thing that came to me was James. <laughs> it's like when there you started go. talking about it, it, that's so weird. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So... I, and I, I sent some stuff over to, I'll send it over to YouTube, but I sent some stuff over to Jen and I was like, yeah. Hey, have you seen this before? But he did. He wrote a book about demons before he had the Bible wrote. And oh, wow. I haven't read it yet, but from what I've gone from hearing what other people have said is that he was actually promoting witchcraft in the demonology book and talking about how to fight demons and things like that before he did the translation of the King James Bible or the translation of the Bible in into King James version. Wow. I actually have to look that up. Definitely. Isn't that fascinating? Wow. That is fascinating. Like, oh my have God. Ever, no. And you can actually buy a copy of the, a print of the book on Amazon of the demonology book that King James had wrote before he, you know, 
ask people or made or beheaded or whatever people to do the King oh my James God. version. That's crazy. I know. Crazy. Right? So now I have oh my to God. have that book. Like I have oh my God. It. Yeah, I have you to know? have it now too. Yeah, I have definitely. To have it. Hey, Anthony, yeah. how's it going? King James was a. <laughs> oh. What King do we got James going? was a, a witch hunter. Says really? Anthony. Yeah, yeah. See, there's another, that's a whole nother thing. Because like I said, I haven't seen it yet. I'm just hearing from what people said. Oh, hey, Anthony. I know that Anthony too. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That yeah. is awesome. I think, I if anybody, yeah, definitely. If anybody has any questions they want to ask, feel free to, to pop them in the comments at all. Um, yeah, but that's fascinating. Wow. I know, right? How have we yeah. never heard? Because you know that both of us have heard a million times about, oh, the King James is just a translation or, oh, you know, yeah. it's, it is the book, you know, how did no one ever bring up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Know, even the, especially the ones who are like King James Bible is a version of, which of course, you know, we know that's the version that King James wanted published. I mean, he says it right there. It's his version. Mm -hmm. But I mean, but none of them ever brought up this demonology book that he wrote prior to that. That is How? so, wow. That's insane. It's like this, it's King James's skeleton in his little closet. <laughs> but who was actually visiting you? I know, right? Who was this man? <laughs> it was that, it was a heavy stepping man. I mean, wow. it was, it was not a small, it was a heavy, heavy step because you know, my, my tiny house, the deck, uh -huh. it's 36 feet and my deck is over 20 feet along the whole side of it. So when someone walks on there, but I have, I have ring cameras everywhere. So like you uh -huh. go in one gate, the ring goes off, you go to another gate, the ring goes off, you come through the back, the ring goes off. I mean, I'm completely, cause I don't have windows. Mm -hmm. So I have like two windows in my house. Um, so I'm just wired well. And I got no ring notification and I was like, well, that's weird. And that's so, so weird. yeah, there was no one. And then he was just in the house. He was just like out there. And then he was in here. And I was like, well, obviously you're new here because everybody around here knows that you're not allowed in this house. Um, yeah, and they, yeah. they pretty much do it. I've had mediums come in and go, your house is just dead. There's nothing in here. And I'm like, good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm glad to know that. It's the way it should but, be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got to have sanctuary. When I bought this house, my dad was supposed to help me work on mm -hmm. it. And then he died. I had designed the house and was having it built, at least the shell of it. And then um, dad died that February and the house was delivered that April. And mm -hmm. so I just came in here, no windows in Texas, hot. It was hot in here. And I said, you know, I know that you're dead and I understand that you need me, but we understand grief. Mm -hmm. Everyone understands grief. Either you've yep. grieved or you see your loved ones grieving or you, everyone, you have got to respect me because this is my sanctuary. And I said, yeah. I don't need you as much as you need me. So if you can't stay out of my sanctuary, at least be quiet, then I'm going to stop. I'm never going to help another one. So, yep. and they've, they've done real well. I would like to think that they respected me enough to do that. But I figured if I could just talk to them about grief, then they would understand that. So it's worked so far. So, yeah, that, that's, oh, that's, that's awesome. Have you always lived in Texas? Um, I lived in California, Albany, New York, and Lord, six months in Shreveport. Good Lord. Right after <laughs> So that was, 
I moved in, I moved the kids. I was going to close down a law firm and mm-hmm. uh, I moved my kids to just right on the Texas border. I knew I had to be in Louisiana, but I wanted to be as close to Texas as I could be. So yeah. I moved to this little trailer park and I moved in and it was so cute. Everything had white little trailers and they all matched and it was so cute. And so the minute I signed the lease, she says, okay, um, you're going to need to lock up everything you have. Don't leave your car unlocked. Da, da, da. And he, she said, these are all FEMA trailers. <laughs> That's why they were so cute and matched. And I was like, thank you. So we were there uh, six months. And then we came back across the state line. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so what are your what is your take on um, Ouija boards? I do not. I like have them. to ask. You yeah, don't, don't like, like them. them? I don't. I'm not scared of all of them. Like a lot of them are dead. You know, they're yeah. just they've not been used right. Nothing's came through or whatever. But I actually feel like darker forces made those boards and push them into children. And I think that's why we're dealing with what we're dealing with now. I believe that it was set into play back when those were put out as toys. I think mm-hmm. that they, thought, you know, we're just going to feed them out just like it's a toy. It's going to be, it was still in the age of innocence when they came out pretty much, you know, they were just in breaking into all of the naughtiness. And mm-hmm. I think they just put it out there and was like a gate and said, they'll open it. And I think now that's why we have such a, a high demon population and stuff like that was in part to the Ouija board, not solely, but yeah. And yeah, there's a I mean, lot of open portals and things like that, that they say, mm-hmm. like, if you tamper with the Ouija board, it definitely could open them up. Um, I actually had, um, so I would say when I was about a teenager, I, you know, was missing my grandmother up terribly. Um, so my yeah. friend and I, did a Ouija board session. Um, and we thought that I thought that I connected to her, but, and I, I felt that it wasn't her. Um, and right. stupidly, you know, we just ended it right there. We freaked out and yep. we just ended it. We didn't close it up or anything. Um, and then right after that, you know, I started noticing a lot of negative things around me and really bad things happening. Um, so I, I per se, like, I don't even, I don't even know if I would actually, you know, do a, a, a Ouija board anymore. I really don't. I mean, if I had someone with me that has had a lot of experience with it, maybe, but I'll probably just watch from like the sideline. I don't think right. I would handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even, I don't know if I would do that, you know, and I think that like I was born in 77. So, you know, I was a teenager in the late eighties, early nineties. And Mm -hmm. I think ours thing that they gave us would be the uh, bloody Mary. Remember the mirror thing? Mm -hmm. did the flick. Oh my God. I could never do that. uh, I did it. And I have never been the same. Like oh I God. still, I, I know there's a name for it, but I see uh-huh. things in mirror. Yeah. Like it's not just doors, but when I did do the mirror, I mean, I, I know what they were talking about and I just flicked the light on ran and I kept that mirror open. Like it was like on a medicine yeah. cabinet and I just kept it open the whole time. But I saw something in there and to this day, I hate mirrors. My mother's house mm-hmm. is full of mirrors and they, they mm-hmm. horrify me because I see 
things and I don't know the name of it, but there's something for that gift to where you see things in mirrors. And I'm just like, people, I don't know why you have mirrors in your entire house. It's, Mm -hmm. it just feels like it is a a gateway. Like it's a, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just feels, they feel very hollow. They don't have mirrors, do not have vibrations to me. And that makes no sense. Why would a mirror not have a vibration when the, the trim around the mirror has vibration, it's bouncing my vibration off, you know, and sending it back. Why does a mirror not have a vibration? Like, has anybody else That's noticed just... that the mirrors don't have vibrations? I if know. If it's hollow, then it won't have a vibration. Yeah, yeah. I do. So Anthony says um, he uses a split board all the time, but he also has scrying mirrors. I do have a couple of scrying mirrors. Um, and I actually have a crystal ball. I have one of those, too. Um but when it comes to the Ouija board, I, I just, I just don't know, you know, yeah. I really don't. I, even if it's not anything, mm-hmm. why push your luck? Like, why, why do it? If there's a yeah. chance that it could bring darkness in, why do mm-hmm. it? You know, and it, I think it goes more for the thrill seekers, you know, and I'm just not a thrill seeker. I don't like things jumping out of me. I don't like scary movies. I mean, Anthony, Anthony does have everything. Yes. Of course you have everything, Anthony. He He has no fear. None. He doesn't. Yeah. No. And I just can't do it. I can't do the haunted Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember this movie? Do you remember the original Candyman? Oh, yeah. With the bees. When they look through the mirror? No way. No. I think that. (laughs) Might have been the last scary movie I ever saw. I've seen my first one was Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. It was an old black and white movie. I still yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. But I was doing my homework after I watched it, and my there was about that big of a gap underneath my door, and my mother sticks her hand in and slaps her hand around. And oh I like I didn't watch another horror movie forever, and then I watched Candyman. So yeah, uh, the last the last movie that I actually went to the movie theater was ring the movie ring holy oh, moly with the with the girl coming through the well no no yeah, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm okay the, the black haired girl that does this yes, thing yes yes nope. the, the well thing. yes yeah. yes no i'm all done thank you no, thank i'm you. all set i'm all okay. set yeah yeah i don't want <laughs> any part funny. of it and you yeah. know even if the horror movies the murder movies all of this thing even on i think as a sensitive I know that they're fiction, but Mm -hmm. are they? Because every story was derived from an idea. So even Mm -hmm. if Mm. that particular murder or haunting isn't real, we know that those hauntings are real. We know that those things can happen. Plus on the murdery stuff, Mm -hmm. what if you've got a a sick ticket out there, you know, and he is not that creative and he watches Mm -hmm. all the murder things. Well, now he's got a jumping board to go even further than the idea that you've given him. So I just don't promote any of that stuff. So it's not my yeah. jam. I'm, I yeah, want definitely. love and light and all that kind of hippie yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way to go. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I'm not, yeah, because I, you know, I have my crystals around me and yeah. I have, you know, other things that I work with. So yeah, I try, you know, I try to stay my best positive, definitely. Yeah, definitely. 
because it can injure us. If we get too into the dark, it can like physically injure us. Yeah. Yeah, I should go into the forest. I'm, mm, I heard about your forest, Anthony. Yeah. I heard I heard he has a lot going on. Yeah. Over there. I want to yeah. cook one of those leaf singing things to a leaf in a haunted forest. I said it on one of the, the shows that I did with Michael that I want to go into a haunted forest and hook mm -hmm. one of those machines up to the, the leaves in a haunted forest and hear what oh. the leaf does it. Is it going to play music? Is it going to talk? What is it going to do? Cause you know, they have those machines now that you can mm -hmm. hear music from the plants, the chlorophyll or chlorophyll. Yeah. I guess it's chlorophyll. That is that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I've so, heard of those. Yeah. So let's take them to a haunted forest and let's see what it does. You know, does the music get eerie or, you know, now what? I want one. What I know I want one so bad. I know. Of course, Anthony, I know you're going to want one Anthony, too. Anthony, yeah, but he doesn't <laughs> have one yet, so yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I would love to get one. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's so interesting. You know, the one thing that I have a hard time with is, um, um, the, uh, the ghost box, you know, like the frequency. Oh, I have a hard time. Well, I have a hard time understanding, you know, the different frequencies or, you know, the actual voices that come through. Um, so I do have a little hard of a time, like listening to if any, anything comes through. That's the yeah. one piece of equipment that I have a little bit of a hard time with. I do have to work with it more, but um, other than that, like, I just like, you know, just being myself, just going yeah. somewhere, taking in nature, seeing what I could sense, what feel, you know, maybe do some um, dosing rods, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I like using minimal equipment if possible. So. Yeah. I agree. I like the ovulus. It's my favorite. Like of all of them, that's my go-to all the time is the yeah. ovulus. Um, and I would like, I haven't had anyone do the heat sensor on me yet that I know of. Mm -hmm. Um I would like to do that when I'm actually having something come through to me, because I always wonder, is it coming to me telepathically? Because I don't always hear voices. I just know things. It's mm -hmm. not someone's whispering in my ear. You know, I just know things and then I say mm -hmm. things and then pictures of the people start coming to my mind as if I have a memory of what they're wearing or something. So yeah, I'm always yeah. wondering, how is it coming to me? Is it coming yeah. telepathically? Are they actually whispering into my ear? And I just, you know, I'm pick I'm like, how is it coming to me? That's, that's my main question in life is how are these things coming to me? Because it feels very telepathic. It doesn't yeah. feel as if I'm hearing a whisper. You know, it's, it's, I just don't, I don't hear their voices. I just know their words. So yeah, yeah. I'm always curious yeah, as to how I'm getting. That's them interesting. Out. Interesting. Um, I just want to say a couple of shout outs for Mason. Yeah. Hi, Mason, Nancy. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting. Definitely. It's interesting. So when you like, do you actually see like spirits? Do you actually see full figured spirits? Or do you, because with me, like, you know, I very rarely do I see spirits, but I see them. I, I actually see them in my mind and they could actually speak with me. But I, I very rarely do I actually see them. 
So I think that in the beginning, I saw them because I, mm -hmm. I could see my great, great grandmother. Like I could mm -hmm. see, I could describe her. I could feel her. I could everything. And yeah. then at some point fear set in and everybody that knows me has convinced me that they do believe that I can see things, mm -hmm. but I choose to out of fear. I have some kind of block and, and I do feel that way because when I'm, when I'm doing a reading, it's almost like I'm, I'm constantly hitting a wall, mm -hmm. you know, where I'm trying to get a little bit further. And I honestly think that if I could get this fear block out, I do believe I would see them, but yeah. I, I am horrified of, do you remember that one about I see ghosts, the little kid and that, what mm -hmm. was that? Six cents or something like that. Yep. 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 Yeah. And I was pretty young when that came out. And I think that that movie might have had something to do with me putting up this protection block because, you know, he sees the guy that's, you know, mangled and I am so anti horror. I'm all, I think I'm afraid that if I start seeing them, they're not going to be in nice forms, you know? And, you know, because I, I woke up after having a few drinks and uh, I will see figures then when mm -hmm. I'm not thinking when I'm, I'm not on guard. So yeah. I think that if I could eliminate that block, I would see them. I don't know if I want to, though. I mean, I honestly, yeah. I just don't know if I want to. There's no way I can avoid voices. You know, you kind of drown them out. You move on. Mm -hmm. I don't think that I could just be sitting here talking to you and then see, you know, Joe Blow. A shadow over me or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I yeah. see the shadow. I see the black shadows. I see the white mm -hmm. shadow. Well, are the white shadows even called a shadow? What are the white, white things called? Um, white lighters. I mean, I don't know if there's a specific name for them. Yeah. Cause I've never heard of a name. It's just like, sometimes they're, they're black and sometimes they're white and they move the same way. Um, mm -hmm. now I have been woke up like, at music festivals when I'm in the woods and things like that. Yeah. And they're an actual light form that's all white and very blurry that actually has a human. But yeah, yeah I see Nancy says ghosts. And see, I, yeah. I think they're different from ghosts. The things that I see, I they're not- I think so too. I think there's a specific the spirit. name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and it's weird. It's like, and then I tend to, you know, if I see someone, then I just typically draw, you know, that's what I do is I just draw. And, and it's so, you know, they could come to me in my dreams. Like my grandmother came to me the other night in my dream um, and said that she's going to be around me. You know, at that time I was, you know, I had a rough day and right. she actually came to me and said that she was, she would, you know, be around me and be with me. You know, it's like, it's like they just constantly, they just appear, yeah. but they're not like, like, I can't like see them like full foam in front of me, but you yeah. know, they come to me and they talk to yeah. me. So I've, I've been always like that. And again, like I start drawing them and, you know, so that's how I, I have them coming to me. Yeah. Same thing. I don't see them. I wish I had honed in back when I was sketching a lot. I wish I had continued mm -hmm. doing it because now it would really be beneficial to me 
to be able, even if the nose is ugly, which is what made me give up on sketching faces was ugly noses. But, you know, if I had just continued sketching and trying, then it would have, it would have helped me so much more now because I do do the audio writing and it does, you know, come through when it is, you can tell what it is, but it sure would be nice to actually draw that person like the man in the subway, you know, where he draws people real fast. I would love to do that because I cannot remember after I've said it when I've, I, there's no filter. It comes from them out of me to you. And then that's it. Three, five minutes later, it's gone, you know, because I'm not retaining it. I'm just transmitting. It's just going through. Now, can you do automatic writing? Yes, I do automatic writing. That's awesome. Yeah. And I can link in from the phone, like the, the guy for um, the last one that I did, he was like, I was doing it for another investigation that I had done at a tattoo parlor that I was just Mm -hmm. getting a tattoo and he was a friend of mine and things came through. So I was giving him that story. And he's like, I'd love for you to work with this on another project. And I said, oh, okay. After the show, I need to talk to you because I have some things coming through. And it was just like, bam, 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 bam. I was just writing, drawing, doing this little girl, you know, this Mm -hmm. whole playhouse, all of these things. And it was just like, it's awesome. I didn't know about the writing up until about two years ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was a thing. You know, I would doodle sometimes when talking to people. But other than that, I didn't even know it was a thing. Mm-hmm. And then um, I don't remember. Somebody said, you should just draw. Just when something comes to you, just start drawing. And it doesn't matter what it looks like as long as you understand what it is. Well, then... Now I do it all the time. It's the only way to get it out. Like Mm -hmm. literally sometimes it is the only way to get it out of me. And it it just becomes too heavy if you eat too much of it and you can't, you know, regurgitate all this information. You just get sick. It's like you're being force fed. So that's how I get get rid of it. That's awesome. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Anthony's on fire today. What is he saying? I know, I know. Do a seance. Uh, About that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still, I'm still on the. My friend Teresa, she tries to get me to do things like that all the time, and I'm still, you know, I don't know if it's real fear or if it's embedded fear, because I think a lot of my fear was embedded fear from being a child, you know, and being told, you know, if you do any of that sorcery, you know, you're going to have the devil's going to take you over. And I, I still battle things that I was taught as a child. Uh Oh, I think our headphones went dead. Can you hear? (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, now it's the Michelle Gray show (laughs) with our, our beautiful lady, Suzette. But um, yeah, that's how I that's how I do it, and I don't know about seances. Um, yeah. I would like to do one, uh, embodiment of women um, together. I would love to do some kind of coven style reading, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know yet. So see, my headphones died, so I had to unplug. Uh, that's why I was like, I can't. <laughs> So, so it, it lasted a long time. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would do a seance. Like, I guess if I was with a lot of people that have experience doing it, yeah. I honestly, I have never done one. Um, yeah. You know, but I, I would definitely try it. I definitely would. Hi, I still don't know if I would. I, yeah. I, 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 it's still very 
kind of in my gut about I shouldn't do that. Plus, I met this gypsy when I was about I lived in California from 16 to almost 18. And then I moved back out there again for a few years. And I was always being thrown. It's so funny. Hindsight is so crazy because when I look back now, I realize how many people the universe strategically put in my path, in my path for me to remember what they said for now, because it's, it's just amazing. Like I used to, my son, who's almost 30, like he's 29 and he was one years old and I was pushing him in Oceanside, California to this little, just, if you can imagine drawing a little Chinese man who owned a shop with the big beard and the bald head and the long hair back here. I mean, like he was out of a book. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he would sit in there and he would always tell me all these things about me. And I was like, whatever. And now I'm seeing the same people tell me these things or going to the the gun show where there was a fortune teller, you know, kind of reader lady who was like, Mm -hmm. you need to stay away from anything, you know, that has to do with um, magic because you're susceptible to to these things and you can have the darkness, you know, can attach to you and all of these things that she said that have truly came through that I've, I've avoided things in my life that, that, you know, could definitely have hurt me. Yeah. And you know, what's you know, what's really funny is that I cannot read myself. Like I could read other people, you know, no problem, but I cannot read myself maybe because I just have so much going on. I mean, I don't know. I was always like that. I cannot read myself because I constantly change my destination too. So I don't think we're supposed to read ourselves or our loved ones. I yeah. don't think that's how it's supposed to be. I think we're, we're given these abilities to help others, not ourselves. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I don't believe. Yeah, go ahead. You see what Anthony says? There's no. traumas that need to be let go. So you can advance. I do believe in that because, yeah, because, you know, if you if you live in fear, it's kind of blocking you to be able to really, you know, advance in your abilities. I do believe in that. And I have hit I, I'm at a, a threshold right now and mm-hmm. I can feel like I've actually called my my two friends and I've said, listen, we've got to figure out how to eliminate this because it is kind of like I'm just hitting this, you know, like when a spirit won't let you leave the room or something like that. And you're kind of hitting this invisible Mm-hmm. wall you know i i'm there and i know that this next birthday i knew that this birthday would be crucial the 46 but the 47 is going to be even more important and it's kind of like i need to do it but there is this block and it almost feels like i'm being pushed against like something doesn't want me to advance to where I need to be, because I, I do know I need to go further. I know there are things I have to achieve. I mean, I dream about them in threes and I know that I'm supposed to do these things, but when I try to, I can't, and you know, we just can't go around asking help from anybody because yeah, there's yeah, a lot definitely. of, you know, there are false prophets in everything. Yeah, so yeah. I don't need some of these, these false prophets, you know, putting some bad stuff into me <laughs> live on your show. No, I don't know about all that seance stuff. Well, you know, Anthony, I'm trying my hardest to even get you on my show. Never mind, do a seance on my show. Yeah. Has (laughs) Anthony been on Anthony's show yet? I have not been on Anthony's show, no. I haven't yet either. Yeah. Uh 
And Anthony, has anything uh, abnormal been going on with you lately? <laughs> That's all right? I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If we need to know something, call one of us. <laughs> we're here for you. But we're not here to do a seance. We're just call us on the phone. Not yeah. through any boards or limbs or candles. Oh, Call so us the funny. traditional way. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. But, but especially now I that the holidays it. are coming up, like it, it just feels yeah. like a different, like, I don't know, like a different atmosphere, you know? You know, the older I get, the less I even want to do holidays. They feel mm -hmm. so manufactured. Yeah. They don't even feel like. I don't know. It's just, it feels weird. And I felt like when I became a grandmother, you know, I was going to just like embrace all these holidays, but I really, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I mean, I get the point of them, but I just, I, all they feel like is stress. They don't, it doesn't even, it takes all the fun out. I don't even get them. Yeah. So, you know, it's the commercial part of it too, that yeah. you're spending a lot of money and it's not, it's not, you know, it's not based 100% on, you know, being with your family and friends. It's based, it's very commercialized too. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. so I, I love decorating. So I like all the twinkle lights and all the, right. you know, the Christmas tree. And I do like oh. that. Yeah, I, I like those. But I would rather go and put lights on a tree outside all yeah. year, you know, ah. but I just... I don't know. And I've talked to my kids. This is probably the last time we'll actually celebrate Christmas mm -hmm. because, you know, I have one Christian child and then I have one who doesn't believe. And then I have one that's a pagan. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like I'm forcing something on all of them. Yeah. And me, I don't even know if I have a set religion. I've studied so many of the religions. I feel like I kind of believe a correlation of you know, not saying that there's not this God or that God or whatever, but I see all the religions. I see the same core. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to say, oh, I'm this or I'm that or I'm this because I just feel like the core of all of them. I just yeah. kind of gravitate around the core. So it's hard to say I'm a this or I'm a that or, you know, I just have to say I'm trying to be a good person. And that's where I'm at, you know, but to each his own. We I'm know, always, Anthony, we know. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was sensing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, we I think know. He might be wanting to push some limits, he probably shouldn't be pushing. Yeah. I feel like he's kind of, you know, kind of, yeah. kind of get in there. Yeah. Got to be careful. That is so funny. You know, me growing up, um, it was I was brought up Catholic to the point that I went to like CCD school and oh. church every Sunday. Then afterwards, I just, you know, I I don't don't really. You know, I, I could say I'm still Catholic, but I really don't, you know, I don't go to church. You know, I do believe like in a higher being. I do believe, you know, that there's, you know, Satan or the devil. Um, but I really, I really don't follow a certain religion. Right. Yeah. I don't even know about this. I can't say that I don't believe in them. I just don't believe in the marketing strategy that's been set with the Bible for yeah. umpteen years. I think that the base of it was correct. I believe in the stories that happened. I mean, if you look, they're supernatural. I yeah. mean, if you actually look at the stories in the Bible, they're saying the same thing that we're saying. Yeah. You know, these are people changing, you know, water to wine. You've got, you know, all these miracles have just been called a miracle instead of an ability. 
Yeah. You know, so at least in my opinion. So I'm going to wait for those 400 Christians to send me messages here in a little bit, <laughs> telling me how I'm burning in hell. So, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I have to say, so um, I was at the global ghost hunt. I was at the Whitney, um, the uh, Whitney Murdoch house in Wichiton. And it was, it's a beautiful house. Um, And we actually connected to this eight-year-old boy um, named George. Um, He died of, I would say, uh, something like a stomach ulcer or something. I can't specifically remember. Um, But it was fun throughout the whole night. He followed us throughout the whole house. And, uh, you know, he was connecting to the uh, dousing rods and things like that. It was pretty fun. but yeah, it's 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 kind of a mind opener too when you do connect with kids um, versus like people, you know. So oh yeah, I have a total double standard about kid ghosts. Mm-hmm. I absolutely freak me out. But when I'm in the moment, the maternal just kicks in. Like yeah. I've had, and it's usually the little boys that come to me. I don't usually get little girls. It's usually no. the little. Boys um, I just had a little boy at the last investigation. I had one at a, a home in Glenrose. I had a little boy. The mm-hmm. little boys come to me and they tend to, to and it, it usually is orphan children. It's the little orphan boys who come mm-hmm. to me. And I guess it's that whole Nana maternal kind of nurturing yeah. thing that I, I have. But they come to me. But if I just like sense a ghost child or see one like on a show or a commercial or something. I'm just like, Oh, Oh, no, thank you. No, yeah, thank yeah, you. Or dolls. Can't do the dolls. I can't do dolls. Uh, yeah. Well, I the mean, dolls... I cabbage patch, but you know, like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, the, and, and then it's like, it's kind of weird because you don't even know if they're like truly haunted or what, because if you look yeah. on the eBay, you know, you can't, there's tons of dolls out there that, say they're haunted, but may not be haunted, but you could basically, um, you know, just cast like, uh, cast something into a doll. Um, and it doesn't have to be bad at all. Like I actually, I honestly have a couple of dragons, um, that is on my bookcase and I basically, you know, gave them life and they have specific tasks that they help me with. Um, and then right. when they're finished with th- those tasks, I could release them or they could stay with me and I could give oh. them another task. So, oh. but you I know, like any, any, any like object you could basically, you know, have like cast, like, you know, have them come to life and help you, you know, not in a negative way, just help you out, you know? Yeah. And see, I think that's where if if we could just get society to tweak their beliefs, to understand that everyone has abilities, everyone has them, you know, so you can put you can put all kinds of stuff without knowing it. You can cast a spell. I I connect with my ex-husband cannot Mm -hmm. to this day break the link. I remember the day I did it. Uh I was we were in bed. I was leaned up against his back. I could smell his essence and I just, I'm breathing him in and I'm saying, you know, I hope we're always together. I always want to be connected to you. I always want to be with you. 
you know, and I'm, I'm doing, I'm saying these love affirmations and all this stuff while I'm breathing him in and I'm exhaling us and, you know, yeah. and I'm doing, and I remember the day. And then when things went sideways and we divorced, I'm still linked to the damn man. I can't mm-hmm. break it. I'll call him and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like his unpaid psychic. And, uh, you know, he, he still reaches out. I still call him and say, Hey, be careful of this. Hey, I see this in your future, you know, Hey, and I, I just, so, can't break it. well, it's that connection. Um, and I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure that you could actually disconnect from that. I, I, I mean, don't, I've tried everything. Like he painted me this, this is boy, this sounds really shitty, but he painted me this picture after we were divorced for yeah. a while. It's of us on our honeymoon. And we're kissing and he painted this painting. My cat stared at the painting. He, I, I ended up destroying the painting and, um, you know, I just cut it and I said, you know, I, whatever's in this, I release it. I didn't know if he had put something in, which I know now he didn't, but I think that he was so passionate and so heartbroken when he was painting it, that it was kind of like, you know, healing things when you cook. You know, mm-hmm. you're, the, the chicken soup really does heal that grandma made because she's she's tasting it. She's putting mm-hmm. her in, she's putting her essence in there. She's infusing her love in it. You know, all of this, she, her soup really is healing you. And I think that when he was painting that painting, he was putting so much energy into that. And, you know, there were some other things that he was doing that he shouldn't have been doing. So he was very intense at the time. And I, I think it got into that that painting because my familiar would stare at that painting and when I would take the ovulus near it it would say things and you know so all I knew to do was to cut that thing up and burn it and some of it was released but not that connection that I did and I didn't even know what I was doing I've never cast it intentionally or done anything like that in my life but I know for a fact when I could not break it Mm -hmm. I remember the exact moment where I was inhaling him and then I was you know I mean, I knew what it, I mean, I know now what I did and as much as I, I, I do love him as a friend now, of course, there's nothing, mm-hmm. you know, that, that ship is sailed, but you know, I do wish I could break it for both of us because, you know, it's your ex-husband. You need to be cordial, but you need to break that connection so that he thrives. I thrive. And there's not that one little string that keeps you connected. And I have yet to figure it out. I'm hoping that mm-hmm. he will fall in love and like real love. generally cast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I used to, you know, I, you know, I, again, I work with crystals. I mean, do I call myself still a witch? Maybe a little part of me is, um, but you know, that sound like I, I would have asked you if you did some type of a bonding spell, but you didn't. Okay. Not intentionally, but yeah. I mean, when I look at what a bonding spell is, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, I mean, I true. didn't, I mean, I didn't bind us by hair or by string, yeah. but I, was, what it I is. was entwined with him. Yeah. I mean, we were still linked. My arm was around him when my hand was around his hand, yeah. you know, so we were bound. Mm. We just were not bound by intention, but we were bound by the way we were laying in our position. I mean, my, I was around him that was tucked around his forearm and I was holding his wrist. I mean, that was a nightly thing. So, that's, so yeah. you know, I, I know that I, I bound myself. You know, what was weird. So I used to, and again, I used to practice a lot. Um, and 
you know, I actually, I bonded one of my boyfriends. Um, and the only way that I could take that spell off of him was to, um, basically, cause I had like one of those dolls that you like, you write on and you put pins right. in it and everything. So I actually took the pins yeah. out. Um, and I actually, and it was in a glass jar and I actually threw the jar, everything in the ocean. Um, with salt water and it actually worked. So see, I'm a little worried to do any of that because I don't have any knowledge about it and I'm afraid I'm going to hurt him. Yeah. Or I'm yeah. going to do something and it's going to rebound on me because I don't want to hurt him. Yeah, exactly. I just want to, and I don't want to not have anything to do with him. I just need to break that connection. Yeah. That, you know, even when I'm so frustrated with him and everything, I just want to not have that. And I think you're always going to have it, to be honest with you. I mean, even if he finds somebody else in his life, um, I think to a point, you're always going to have that. Yeah. And I try to, when he seeks advice from me about relationships or whatever, new mm -hmm. women, and he can't not share with me, which is another thing that shows that he's bound to me. Every single woman, everything that he does, he shares with me. And I know that he doesn't want to, but mm -hmm. it's almost like, he has to do it and I have to answer. Yeah. So it's a, it's an unhealthy tie. And I know that he would much rather be like separated from me. Not that we dislike each other or anything. It's just the fact that we should not still have that. And it's not love. It's mm -hmm. not a love bound. It's a, it's just a string that can't break. And I think that if I can develop my abilities into my next level, which I, I really have to, because I think that's where all my anger issues lately are coming. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like I'm muted. I can't, I can't get further. It's like, I'm just like, even to the point of I've, I've said for months now, like from shoulder to shoulder and here to here, it's like a weight on me. It's literally like, and there's nothing wrong with me. The doctor said there's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with me, but it is this heavy, heavy sternum weight. And I feel like that is my spiritual whatever trying mm -hmm. to develop and it can't I'm stopped I'm stifled so now I'm on this journey of who am I supposed to talk to you know who is going to help me on this because I know there is someone out there that can you know help me and, and not by thumping my forehead or you know opening my pineal gland or whatever all of this stuff is like I need words of wisdom you know I need to know not just the normal sit there, meditate, thump your forehead, you know, get the thoughts out of your head. This is not going to work for me. I've tried this. You know, I'm probably dented. I'm not sure. But I've thumped the hell out of that thing. I think it's pretty much open. I just need to figure out what this block is. And I think it's fear. I think it's vulnerability. I can cross you over. <laughs> is he, am I spirit stuck? <laughs> Anthony, I'm going to message you later. We're going to talk about this. I mean, I know I'm white, but I'm not quite to the crossing <laughs> over. Oh, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So if anybody out there now or later has any advice that's beyond thumping my forehead, um, I would love to know because I do feel a friend of mine sent me a book called The Witch Block because we've mm -hmm. came up and realized that um, the breakthrough on my 46th around that was I saw how I had died in a past life. 
and I was actually a healer and I was burned. They burnt my house down and actually a female that I'm in around now in this life was there in that life. And she's the one who, who got it all started. Um, she's the reason why I believe I, I got burnt, but I mean, they just burnt my house down oh with me. In. And it, it was very vision. And, and she thinks I have a witch block is what she says. And so she sent me a book called the witch block by this girl. And it's how to release this fear of, um, I mean, I couldn't even say witch until a year ago. I couldn't even say it. It, I mean, unless I was talking about Harry Potter or mm -hmm. something very innocent, I, and still to this day, I get very, very nervous about it. And, and Jenny wanted me to come on her show and tell all about it. And I've just, this is the first time I've ever mentioned it. Like aside from just in a secure, you know, circle, it's mm -hmm. the first time I've it because it is it's horrifying to me like it makes me my insides shake when I, don't I start believe you were I mean but I don't believe you were like a past witch or anything like that like anything evil or anything like no I think that, I was a know? healer I think I was in some a, a female group I, I don't want to say coven but I feel like in in other people who have had reading you know have read my past life and stuff have said I was I was not a leader, but I was like a healer. I was an advisor. Um, but, you know, I don't know what time frame. I don't know what. I mean, of course, I would be called a witch. That's what they call everybody. You know, if you had too much information back then, you were, you know, you were a witch. So mm -hmm. I just think that the word was was misused. But um, it does make sense because since I was little, I always wanted to, you know, mash leaves together and make pulpices and make make things from nature. And even mm -hmm. to this day, you know, when I travel, I don't even go to the gift shops, you know, I go to the woods and get pine cones or sticks or dirt or, you know, leaves. I'm, that's what I want to bring back, which was a, you know, really popular with men that I date. Cause they're like score free pine cones. As long as she doesn't go to jail for taking things off national parks, we're good. But you know, it's, so it kind of fits. And, and when I had that, that viewing and, and all of it, things started making sense throughout my life, fears and passions and, mm -hmm. and things like that. But no, I don't think I was evil. Even though I have the weirdest, there's, there's a time between awake and sleep mm -hmm. that I will get on spells where I have the most horrific visions. They are things I can't even speak without getting nauseous. They are the most violent brutal gruesome things and i don't know where they came from because i don't watch things like that i don't read things like that i don't know if it's spirits that are passing that i'm absorbing their thoughts i don't know i mean these are things these are torture this is war these are all of these things that i just don't know what they are but and i don't want to but if they were part of a past life is that why I can't watch horror movies? Is that why I can't watch gruesome stuff now? Because to others, it's fake. But to me, have I retained the knowledge that those things do happen? Like, it makes me think, where did these things come from? I don't get around these things, you know? And it's things that I can't, I mean, ugh, I just can't even fathom. But mm -hmm. yeah, so I don't know. Or maybe I'm just crazy. <laughs> I'm there with you. Definitely. But everything will have, if I can push through and if I can 
if I can get this block, this heaviness off of me, mm-hmm. I think answers. Um, I, I think they are. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely um, when we were talking the other night about, you know, dreams, etc. It's every now and then I have this dream um, that, you know, the, the monster Godzilla is chasing me and no yeah, matter where I run, no matter where I run or hide, it always finds me. And I always wake up just before he gets to me. And, and it's, it's, it's scary. It is. Have you ever thought about what did you, did you break it down already? Like, did I ever watch the Godzilla movie? How old was I when I watched the Godzilla movie? You know, yeah. have you gone through that whole process of elimination? Yeah. 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 yeah and um, they actually said that I'm running away. Um, something is changing in my life or I'm running away from, you know, fear and I'm, I'm, I'm running away from something that's, yeah. you know, that's what I always get. So, you know, and, and, and sometimes I do like, Sometimes I do get a little bit overwhelmed when I have too much coming to me and then, you know, that block goes up and then, you know, I get a little bit nervous. Um, but, you know, eventually I get out of that. But yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I think that we'll we'll have the I think that we'll have the answers. I think mm-hmm. it's out there. I think that we are just don't allow ourselves to see it. But I do I think the hardest thing for me is I want to be, I want people to read me. I want people to tell me what they sense about me. I want people to tell me these things because it's only going to help me grow. Yeah. I come across so many people who just can't. Yeah. And if they can, then they won't. And I just don't get readings. When I went to the last investigation and uh, I was told that I have, you know, umpteen spirit guides, which could explain for the constant chaos in my brain if I have all of these people, you know, talking, but I don't know. I'm just looking for that one person that can actually read me. So we'll yeah, yeah, I'm- that would be awesome. So Amarie says, so the Phoenix can rise. I'm not sure what that means. Can she elaborate on that? And Marie, can you, um, can you definitely, uh, can you let us know what you, I mean, I know the Phoenix historically right. is, you know, uh, yeah. you know, the, uh, the Phoenix. old bird to bring. Yeah. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but that, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. might just be like Anthony was saying, you know, burn the old self and, and bring the new, I'm trying, I want to do that. But I'm at this point where I have limited knowledge because we're talking about myself. If I was talking to like Anna Marie or if I was talking to Anthony or talking to you, I could guide you on how to do it. I can't guide myself because I can't do my own self. I can't do my own readings. I can do, you know, use clues to kind of help myself. I can make myself aware, but being self-aware is different from guiding yourself. Yeah. 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 You know, I can hide my crazy a little bit or I can, you know, go toward this way or that way. But I can't help myself because I don't know how. So, I mean, and yeah. like I, said, I don't think we are supposed to have that ability. I think we're here to help. I think that's mm-hmm. the purpose. I think we're here for self-gratification. I think we're here for to help other people and they're here to help us. Um, we just at some point got greedy and selfish and. Yeah things changed 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so she did say, you know, you have to burn the old self. I do sense also, I uh, have to be honest, that it's something, it's something from your past, like something that's keeping you. Like current self or past self? A past, like, like from your past. I, I'm not 100% sure it's from your past life or your past. Yeah, and that but, could be so much. I've lived so many lives in this 46 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, oh. I mean, I just don't know. Also, present the power of transformation. transformation. Yes, it's coming. I mean, I know the I, I my birthday is Valentine's Day, so yeah. I mean, that's a very powerful day. Not for the reason why people think it is. It's not. Yeah. I don't on Valentine's Day. I don't feel all this love and all of these things. Valentine's Day feels like a very dark day to me. It doesn't feel like a light, happy day. I mean, and it's not about my birthday. I don't mind aging. I mean, I'm grateful I've lived this long. I should have been dead three or four times already. So I don't mind my birthday. I hate my children's birthdays because they make me sad. But, you know, my birthdays, I'm fine with my birthday. Mm -hmm. I just feel like the day itself yeah. is a very dark day. You know, I just, I just don't understand it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And Marie says again, we all are on different path. Be careful following others path. Hmm. I'm not sure that I, I follow anybody's path. Your younger self needs to heal. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe. I mean, I believe also, you know, like I had, you know, I had somewhat of a dramatic, you know, like life growing up. And, you know, I, I do, you know, sometimes I have a hard time letting it go too and move on. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's hard if you have such a dramatic past, you know, if you had a dramatic growing up to, to just let go and move on, you know, you know, yeah. I mean, it my is. grandmother and mother did what they could. They did the best that they knew what to do, but I'm so very different from yeah. my mother. It's very hard to raise a child that is completely unlike you. Yeah. I mean, it, it's hard to do that, especially in the times, you know, in the 80s, 70s, 80s, you know, yeah. it was an interesting time to be raising a child. Anyway, especially when we were still living in the, you know, that you should be seen and not heard. And I'm a very free spirited child who was stifled and stifled and stifled and stifled. And then when I get to be a teenager, the anger sets in because, mm -hmm. you know, and then I got married and started, you know, got out of the home and, you know, all of that stuff. So, yeah, I'm just waiting. Like I said, I can't wait to breathe again because it really feels like I'm just holding my breath, trying to figure out how to move to the next step. And it may just I may wake up one day and there it is. Yeah. You know, it it I have to start telling myself I can't and start telling myself I can and maybe I can manifest something. But. Will the manifestation be actual or will it be a manifestation? You know, I kind of, I kind of wonder about that when you're manifesting about yourself. Yeah. You know, so who knows, but this has been a fun show. I'm with Anthony. I think this is just a fun show. Yeah. 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 Back on here. Cause last time I popped in when Jen was on here and um, 
So, you know, it was the three of us bantering. So I'm kind of, I, I love her to death, but I'm glad I got to have you by myself today. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Jen too. She's awesome. Oh, she's so fun. She, I mean, if I'm having a bad day, all I got to do is call Jen and it's the yeah. whole world is better because she's just funny. She's so funny and so real. You never have to worry about if Jen's telling you the truth because that's all you're getting. That yeah, she's very straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I love that because, you know, and it's, you know, so you need people like that to, uh, other than just sugarcoating it, you know, yeah. Yeah, I would rather someone be honest with me and let me work through it. And, and then someone just blow smoke up my, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Pam just says, what exactly are you looking for when you do get a reading? Uh, when I'm looking for a reading from someone else, I just want to know what they feel. It's yep. nothing exactly. I just want to know, you know, each person has a different ability. You know, do they sense someone with me? Do they feel, you know, that I have this great aura? Do they feel like mm -hmm. I have a, a break in my aura? You know, yep. do they even feel, you know, just whatever that particular person whatever is, comes to you. Yeah. Just tell me. Yeah. 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 I don't ever set. I mean, there are things I would love to find out, but I'll never say, you know, I'll never, I'll never feed the person that I'm, I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anne Marie says, feel free to, to friend her. Um, she may be able to help you or have advice. Thank yeah, you. What Anne -Marie. Was her, message, her message prior to that one. It was kind of long. What was that? Oh, one? yeah. The ourselves path, the more sensitive and empathic we become, especially if, it, oh yeah, I, I've definitely, I don't think I have the hyperactive, but I definitely have the ADD. It's, it's pretty nauseating watching yeah. it go sometimes. Um, but yeah, I mean, and you know, a lot of with the ADHD and stuff, you know, you get a lot of guilt and I was not, you know, like diagnosed. They, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess I was, they fed me all those stupid pills that didn't do anything. And now yeah. they're coming out with, the new autism or the new uh, ADHD that you can't take medicine. It's like, yeah, the cognitive task. I'm ADD, so I don't remember the name, but, <laughs> but you know, that name that they gave us now. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I lost the H after kids. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And now they're all gone. So now they're all big people having their own kids. Big people. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You still, you don't, all yours aren't big people yet though. You still no. got a young one. Yeah. Kind of young and 13. Yeah. So one. Yeah. I miss my kids being teenagers, man. I miss it. I love it when my yard boy comes over, he's 16 and he's still so full of wonder, but thanks. Oh my over. God. But wow. he's just, I love having a teenager around. I remember the sweetest thing the first time he came over here. Cause you know, I'm always got projects going and stuff. And I had just started doing the house and he goes, I can't wait till I graduate to see what this house is going to look like. And I thought, yeah. you know what? I will be finding this kid a job until he's grown. Yeah. And yeah. Bring me his babies over here to see me because just the fact of seeing a kid these day and time, that's so curious to know, like he had the imagination to be like, Ooh, I wonder what she's going to do next. I just mm -hmm. love having a kid around. I mean, it's just fun. And I miss having my kids around, you know, being all, inquisitive and and just that youth you know and hopefully I don't turn into like one of those youth suckers you know the ones <laughs> that <was> like <laughs> but I could see the draw because that kid's got some energy so I mean if we're gonna have a hocus pocus moment I wouldn't do yeah, it yeah. with him but you know you never know just that's awesome bit. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And, and it's nice that your kids are very accepting of what you do too. That's awesome. You know, I think we play the not around each other game. You know, we, I'm sure my daughter and her husband do not approve of everything that I do, but I respect mm -hmm. them as parents. They raise their children in the Christian world. He's a deacon. I do not interfere with their parenting. I don't bring in any of my beliefs into the, because they're young, they're eight to newborn. So, and there's five of them. So I don't bring in my beliefs to any of them um, at this age. You know, mm -hmm. I may be like, no, I even kill bugs. So maybe I don't kill spiders. Usually I'll just move the spider. But, you know, uh, unless they get in here, we have a rule. If you get in here or in my anywhere, you have to die. Yeah, yeah. But if you get yeah. out of out of my circle. Just release. Then, release them. Yeah. 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 That's how I live, am, too. I'll live my life. But, but so I think that people can live with different beliefs if they have respect for each other. Mm -hmm. And I think there is a, a respect. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. We talked about so much. I, I know. It's so much fun. It's good not being wrangled back in and get on topic. I know. know. I know. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not one like, um, I'm all over the place. <laughs> I, I just don't it. stay with like one topic. So. I love it. I love it. But we're yeah, like yeah. that even when we're texting. We're like all over the place. I know. I know. Yeah, I, I love I know. It. That's awesome. But it's been great. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much yeah. for being thank on you the for show. Having and uh, we'll definitely, we'll definitely keep in touch. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, and, I'll be in a soon too, so I'm not going to be too horribly far from you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have. Um, so where can everybody find you? Uh, they can always find me on Facebook, just Michelle Gray. You can see mm -hmm. my face and usually a cat. And then I've started a YouTube channel and a TikTok, but. I don't know what I'm doing. So <laughs> that's kind of, in fact, I have my, my profile picture has like this cussing song on it, which uh -huh. I actually, I like the song, but I don't know how to take it down. Oh like it God. automatically did it for me. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. just like, whatever. Yeah, I, I could definitely help you. Um, this is like yeah. my sixth one now. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting oh, yeah. a little bit better at it. Um, you know, but when I first, when I first started it, I was, you know, nervous and I didn't even know what to expect. And so. I feel like there's a lot of stress with podcasts that I don't understand the stress. Like mm -hmm. I know I, I kind of almost don't even want to have guests necessarily just like pick a just topic talk. and talk yeah. about it. Yeah, and yeah. then if somebody wants to pop in it, like, I don't even know if I want to intro. I'm just like, Boom, here we are. Hey. Yeah, here we are. You Today know. we're talking about, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. A fly yeah, at the no, moment. No. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm going. And, you know, if people want to pop in and, and say, hi, what are you doing? Hey, this is what I'm going to be on there. And then cool. And if not, let's just pull a topic out of a skull and talk about it. <laughs> I'll you pop know, in. Because, yeah, I don't want to, yeah, pop in. I mean, I'll just grab my skull up there and, you know. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Skullene and, yeah, Skullene and I'll just, we'll pull whatever's in her brain that day and and talk about it because I just don't want the stress like yeah. I've forever. Why, why are we having all the stress? Like yeah, yeah. we're just friends talking. That's how it should be. Exactly. That's how it should be. You know, there's no reason to get stressed and things happen. Like earlier we had the audio issue, oh. the earbuds, you know, things happen, you know, we didn't stress. Yeah. We just laughed about it. Even if I we know. have a mind show, it's exactly. like, you know, yeah. it's just fun, but, I just love you, to but I love your intro. 
I was literally jamming to your intro. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, so Matt, Matt made that. Matt Barron. Um, uh, I don't think I've met him. Yeah, yeah. He he made it for me. He is an amazing, you know, he's an amazing person. And he actually has a, a pair of ice. Um, he actually, you know, helps people out, like making like intros and things like that. So that's awesome. Um, I kid he my boyfriend. The, he's amazing. Yeah. About yeah. Being a pair of pimp. I need a pair of pimp. So that yeah, I have yeah, yeah. He can just. So I can see because I love it. Like, yeah, it's, it's so smooth. I like it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, well it's been fun. And I'll reach you. out to Anne Marie Young. Yes. Yes. Uh, reach out to her. Um, and good. then I will talk to you soon. Okay. Well, it's good Bye. to see you again. Bye, sweetheart. Bye. Oh my God. That was a phenomenal show. Um, I absolutely love Michelle. Her and I, you know, we just chat daily and it's just, it's just phenomenal. Um, she is an amazing person. Um, so our, my next show would be on, I believe December 20th. Um, so hopefully everybody will join me then. Um, so have a wonderful evening and, you know, I hope everybody, you know, has a great holiday, um, preparing for the holidays at least, and I will see you before then. I'll talk to you later. Bye.